Welcome to AM Best Audio. Uh, good morning. Uh, today we have um, Jay Goyen. He's the Executive Vice President of Varesk. Uh, I've just had the uh, enjoyable opportunity to have a bit of a background uh, chat with Jay and they've got some very interesting uh, times coming ahead. But thank you for joining us today, Jay. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, w one of the first questions, I I if I may, we just want to get your, uh, your views of the uh, major risks currently facing the reinsurance industry and in particular the Asia-Pacific region. Well, the reinsurance industry is facing a number of risks as it's quite known that the industry has sustained very large losses, aggregate losses for the last five years and this year is also shaping up to be a nasty one. Uh, and if you analyze those losses, it really boils down to a couple of factors. One is the biggest driver of increases in losses is exposure growth and inflation. Yes. We have had very high inflation since COVID uh, and that is driving up property valuations. And I think the insurance industry really need to be, needs to be cognizant of that their property valuations are correct. And then there is, of course, exposure growth, new construction in high hazardous areas. That is a big contributor. Second of the, uh, is climate change. We have climate change with us for several decades, but over the last few years, we are seeing the much anticipated ugly side of climate change, where losses are increasing both in severity and frequency. And we'll come back to that point. But when we look at only five years, there's, we also have to be mindful that there is a lot of variation in the climate system. So you might see a five-year period and it might be very severe. There could be other periods of five years where things are calmer. Well, I, I suppose that's a really good point, Jay, because uh, you guys are, have got a history and very prominent in uh, risk modelling. Right. And a lot of that's also to do with, like you said, the hurricanes, which is part of the yep. climate change mm -hmm. in terms of the severity and also, I suppose, the uncertainty of when we're going to experience yeah. those things, yeah. which unfortunately can give for and against publicity. Where do you see, um, with Varesk at the moment, and if you like, the other geopolitical situations, mm -hmm. and noting that uh, Varesk has once got a very prominent name, but it also has a very broad range in its yes. portfolio. Do you mind just sharing some of that with us? Yes, uh, so at Verisk we are very much insurance focused. So we are an analytics and modeling company just for the insurance industry. So we do underwriting analytics, we do claims analytics, and of course extreme event modeling, which is kind of where I sit into, in the business. Uh, so we look at risks from all aspects. So natural catastrophes, other lines of business, whether it is liability catastrophes, cyber, uh, and terrorism, crop and agriculture. So we try to serve all major lines of business in insurance. And with the climate changing, uh, we are looking at as the world is going to kind of transition into a renewable world, uh, how is the risk landscape going to change? So that's another area we kind of help our customers to help with that transition. Because there will be new asset types that are going to come into this world with uh, as we make our infrastructure and our energy system green, uh, it brings new risks. So that, that's kind of a very holistic set of solutions we offer for the insurance industry. And of course, we do geopolitical risks. Since you mentioned geopolitics, the world is very dynamic and scary right now from a geopolitical point of view. 
we just released something called our SRCC model. This is civil rights and commo civil commotion. Yes. Uh, that's where we actually do a lot of analytical work to help clients globally to anticipate uh, geopolitical events. Yes. And th that's a completely different line of business where SRCC is, uh, there's a coverage provided for SRCC. And we see opportunities to bring a better, rigorous analytical treatment to that problem. As well. a, a better understanding to yeah, the market absolutely. because, it, uh, as you shared, with it, there is a lot of uncertainty in that particular, and, and getting the premium pricing right, I, I would suspect it's somewhat influenced by claims experience. But literally, Jay, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, how does someone like the risk or the risk, sorry, prepare for all that? So we collect a lot of data. So we have, first of all, we have specialized team, people with domain expertise. So if we are looking at climate, we have a very large team of climate scientists, meteorologists who are working and focused on understanding how the climate system is going to translate into extreme weather events. So if we are looking at geopolitical risk, we have a business unit just focused on that problem where there are some really qualified uh, analysts who are literally scouring for early indicators of trouble in a certain region. Mm -hmm. So we have various indicators, the data for which we are collecting, we put all of that into a model. Yes. So we have a predictive model we have developed that takes in many inputs and it anticipates for on a one year lead time uh, predictors and then we give out forecasts that these are the hotspots in the world so that our Customers can take that and kind of fold that into their underwriting decisions. Customize your data experience. Best Link now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. It indicates to me, Jay, that at no point can the risk ever rest on its laurels. It is just a continually evolving environment in so many different classes. Absolutely. No, that we, we, we can't rest on our laurels for sure. Uh, Mother Nature is uh, has a lot of surprises. So I think earlier when we were chatting, we talked about even the wildfire in Hawaii that yes. came out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, so while we had, we have seen this year, we had earthquakes in Turkey, we had floods in New Zealand and storms in New Zealand and uh, we just had last week a category five hurricane make uh, landfall in the western coast of Mexico and it pretty much has devastated Acapulco, a beautiful resort town. Yes, I, 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 you raise a very good one because it appeared nobody was actually prepared for it. And sort of that particular event, if you may have read, that it intensified from a tropical storm, which is not even a hurricane strength, yes. to a category five, which is the highest intensity within 24 hours. So that's a process called rapid intensification, and that is a, another telltale sign of climate change. That's almost like a, a unheard of. Um, with all, if you, there seems to be a lot of evidence increasing cat catastrophe losses. Is that just in dollars and cents, or is actually the number of events? And what is the, if you like, the impact there on the, if you like, the secondary perils? 
Yes, uh, so I'll start with secondary perils. That's a term that has been coined by the reinsurance industry. We actually are not big fans of that term because for us, I think what the insurance industry thinks of is the perils that were thought of as frequency events or attritional losses, so whether it's convective storms, wildfires, floods. These were never treated as traditional ca catastrophe events. So it used to be hurricanes and earthquakes were treated as the primary perils, if you will. Yes. Over the last 15 years, we have been investing in the so-called secondary perils and we have had solutions. So for wildfire models, convective storms, we have been modeling for more than 30 years, at least in the United States. Wildfire modeling is going on since 2007. So for us, uh, we think that the insurance industry and the reinsurance industry needs a full comprehensive set of solutions. The traditional approach of looking back at experience data and applying actuarial ways of dealing with these secondary perils is no longer Except suitable. It is not suitable. The insurance industry is jeopardizing their profitability, certainly their solvency risk, and these risks need to be understood. And models like the ones we are building, which are forward-looking, are the only way of kind of getting, a, getting ahead of these risks so that the risks are properly priced uh, and they are properly managed. So we are building out these models and packaging them into software that allows companies to better manage their overall portfolio and their risks. Some challenging times coming going forward from what you shared with us, Jay. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us as we go through this? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think, one, I think uh, climate change is going to keep driving up the frequency of these secondary perils. Uh, some of it is impacting the profitability of both insurers and reinsurers. And again, we are here at SIRC and there's a lot of talk about reinsurers not having the appetite for aggregate covers. Uh, we think there are opportunities missed. If the proper tools and models are used, I think there are opportunities for both sides. Both. Yeah, you, you raise a good point because uh, already we're sort of getting mixed views about the, if you like, capital capacity Correct. that's in the market. And Correct. It's, uh, and I suspect some of it may be geographical situation Correct. or location, but I also think there's a, a market maturity issue that uh, people like the rest Absolutely. are required to give the guidance yes. that's probably not there at the moment Correct. for Correct. some of the uh, players. Um, and if I may just add one more comment. So I think do. there are, I, I talked about other lines of business, so there is always a knee-jerk reaction. Some companies might say property catastrophe is no longer a profitable business. Mm -hmm. And there are, we have seen some players in their industry kind of retract from property cat and go into other lines of business. but. Uh, in doing so, I think companies still have to be mindful that they are monitoring their accumulations across all the lines of business. There's a lot of clash, yes. uh, clash covers across uh, the same piece of business, but underwritten from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And that's another area that we are trying to help clients uh, to understand that clash cover and the true accumulations across all the lines of business. How advanced is that understanding of, if you like, clash of portfolios? Especially when sometimes you've got different underwriters looking mm -hmm. at a risk from a different perspective. Right. And then you've got different reinsurers. So Absolutely. we know how that can, forgetting the litigation aspect yeah. of it, is there a, a maturity in that particular market at the moment, uh, understanding? I think the level of understanding is quite mature. The tools haven't been there uh, 
here to forth. And part of it is uh, technology has been a limiting factor, but with the advent of newer technologies, the advantage of the, that the cloud provides and the availability of better data, we have now built systems where if I take a treaty reinsurer, they can literally house all of their portfolio in one single database system in the cloud. Mm. And the, the concept is not new, but the technology wasn't simply there. Now a company can li literally house all of their exposure data in one system. First do exposure analytics uh, at uh, lightning speed because the technology allows you to do so. Uh, we are sustaining clients with hundreds of millions of location records in one single database system. That is unheard of a few years back. And when you are able to bring in all the exposure data, then you can literally take that data and probe the entire portfolio with a whole host of events, whether they are natural catastrophe events, whether it's a cyber event, whether it's a liability event, you can probe all lines of business and then see what are the accumulations. That's kind of the new era we see where the industry needs to go and the technologies are kind of now there. It sounds like there is no shortage of challenges and opportunities, uh, especially for um, Varesk. Jay, I'd like to take the opportunity to thank you for joining us and sharing your views. I sincerely hope we get the opportunity to see you again next year where you can provide a little bit further update on where this technology and where we've, uh, if you like, the global market's gone. But thank you very thank much you. for taking the time to thank, see Thanks for time. Cheers, Jay. All the best. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day, find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.